Welcome to Shoot to the Top, a podcast for professional photographers with web designer and marketer Sam Holland and professional photographer with over 20 years in the industry, Marcus Ahmad. Hi Marcus, how are you doing? I'm good, Sam. It's been a busy old week. Lots of photography-related activities going on, so yeah, well happy. That's excellent. So, would you like to tell us about what we're going to talk about in this podcast, Marcus? Yeah, on this week's show, we're going to be talking about a subject that I'm sure every photographer has been discussing and lamenting lately. It's AI, friend or foe. Yeah, interesting topic. It does come up a lot at the moment. And first, though, I'm going to give my stat of the day. So stat of the day today is that website visitors spend 57% of their time above the fold. And what we mean by above the fold is that's the bit of the website you first see when you land on it, the top bit. So that means you need to get your message really clearly there. You need to say what you need to say. In fact, that's quite interesting as I was chatting to somebody who I'm at LinkedIn literally about half an hour ago and his website above the fold said nothing. It had a picture, nothing else, no clue what it was a picture of a dog. So, you know, was he a kennels? Uh, there was nothing apart from this dog. So, yeah, you need to get a very, very clear message above the fold because people spend a lot of time there. And if it doesn't say the right thing, they're going to leave. And Sam, I still see websites where you have a splash page as an enter page. I mean, how does that work in this day and age? I have no idea. But what we're really here to talk about, Marcus, is AI. So do you want to do you want to make a start? AI can seem a rather yet another existential threat to our photography businesses. Let's have let's talk about this. Let's really see what's going on here. I've been a photographer nearly 30 years, and in that time, I've seen so many threats that have come and stayed, really. Digital, tech, digital photography, we saw that as a threat, and, you know, and people were saying, oh, the business will never be the same again. Lots of things. It seems like we're always under attack. Yeah, uh, but then, as, as you've sort of seen, they eventually become your friend, a lot of these things. And there's no they? doubt. Like the digital. Imagine going back to film. Both my assistants suit film, and I'm saying to them, uh, why? <laughs> Even though I can still see the beauty in it. I'll tell a little story here. Before I did photography, I was a musician. I was a bass player. And I, was, I remember distinctly uh, in the early 80s, working in a music shop, selling guitars, and this new keyboard came in the market, the Yamaha DX7. And it was a MIDI keyboard i.e., with some realistic sounds to it. And I remember the shop owner played it to me, the bass, bass sounds to it in particular. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, that is it. My career is over. We're going to be replaced by keyboard players. <laughs> and do you know what happened, Sam? You weren't. Yes. I'll tell you what happened. Bass. We were replaced by keyboard players. Yeah. For five years, at least, I was there lounging in the, back, in the background. But all of a sudden, rock and roll came back in, grunge music came back in, real instruments came back in and guitars were back in fashion. So things do come and go. Let me just say that uh, first of all. But my lesson that I've learned from that is that really what I should have done is I should have embraced it more. I should not see being a Luddite and thought this is something to be to fight against. I should have embraced it and learned keyboards and become, a you know, and use that as part of my repertoire. I'm looking at this that as AI as this, in, in the same way. 
So, Marcus, how do you think AI can help photographers? How can they embrace it and use it in their business? We've been using AI for a long time now. Photoshop is basically an AI platform, really, I guess, since photography went digital. AI is becoming really being used extensively, cutting things out cloning in backgrounds whatever it's going to be we've been using it so it's it's nothing to be scared of in that point of view so yeah i think that's not a bad thing so really it's there's no doubt about it that uh, ai for creating images is going to get is getting stronger and stronger and better and better so it's only been think... used now for about three or four months that i can recall yeah so are you thinking ai in terms of uh, yeah so it's, taking it's only been... photos or more in terms of the editing photo so that you could almost put the photos you've done after a shoot through an AI version of Photoshop and it could go bang and all your photos are how you want. Yeah, I mean, I do that already, Sam. I do that already with my software. You know, obviously I'm controlling it and deciding how much, so I, that's a good thing. There's no denying it. With AI, what's ch changed the most or what surprised me the most is the speed at which it has become a part of the language of photography. And there's no doubt about it, in a year's time, it's going to be even stronger, it's going to be even better quality and even more usable. So what are we going to do about this? When I speak to my assistants, who are a lot, lot, a lot, lot younger than me and starting out in the game, I say to them, don't think of yourself as just being a photographer. Think about yourself as being an art director. Think about your skill or your value is coming up with ideas as opposed to be somebody who creates photographs. You're doing everything. So AI will be part of the package that you offer. So I'm thinking almost you move from being the photographer more to being a director. So the AI could almost do the more technical uh, uh, taking the pictures and you're almost you're the the thinker the director the producer of ideas exactly think for it as another tool that you can use and you'll be stay and you will then stay ahead of the game definitely i think that staying ahead of the game is really important i mean the, the league is exactly exactly embracing it and and i was thinking about it only yesterday in the way that i've seen some especially with the latest iteration of ChatGBT, it's creating some really amazing images now with very few commands. But it made me think about my own practice. And when I work with a client, I don't just produce one image. I produce, you know, sometimes 40 or 50 images on a shoot. Now, for a client, if a client to go and do create 40 or 50 images themselves, it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort. So it's still not replacing uh, photography in that way i think you know you've just got to look at the values that you can offer to your clients yeah and then so how do you think now with the technologies is now photography businesses could you uh, use ai to help them in their business yeah okay well that's a great question first of all i've been using it for uh, for coming up with ideas for blogs for posts and stuff like that not for writing blogs because i think you can almost tell what's been written by chat gpt already but certainly suggesting prompts for ideas so that's one way it can be used for helping create okay, so how content. do you that's interesting so how I do think, you use um, it to get prompts for ideas what what are you doing there ask it questions you know so you you, you could say okay what does um what makes a, a good branding photograph and it will come out with a list invariably and you've got to dig deeper and look at the first thing on that list and say okay well so using the brand colors is important well tell me more about that how can i use the brand colors 
So instead uh, of just asking it one blanket question, you ask it lots of little questions to make up your blog. And that gives it more of your own voice then as well. Yeah, so you're sort of directing it and using it. And then are you taking what it's created and then tweaking it as well? Or are you then with enough questions taking it and it's pretty good? No, I'm tweaking it into my own voice, my own particular yeah. way of writing, which is obviously very personal to me. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. And then other places you think photography business could be using it? Well, it's early days. I did try to do our cover for our podcast on one of them. I did try to do our cover. It wasn't very successful, I have to say. But it did make me think, okay, maybe it's worth spending a bit of time with this and practicing it and see if I can... And, and get it to work better for me no i think that's definitely it right it's a tool that that as well as it learning you learn as well don't you how to use it but interesting things there so i, I think i like your approach there with the with the yeah don't be a luddite and say it's it's going to be the end of us you're much better staying with it staying ahead of it working where <laughs> it's really powerful for you and using it there and realizing that it's not so good and realizing it's not so good there but embrace it in your business but we're kind of starting to run out of time now, Marcus. And do you have some news for us today? I do. And yet again, I've been searching for some particularly good news about photography. Not always the easiest thing to do. But I've had to go literally off world for this new story. And it's all about James Webb Telescope, which has replaced the Hubble Telescope. Now, I'm a big fan of astronomy and all the amazing things that are involved in it. And the James Webb Telescope is something that I've been following for a long time now. It's been well delayed, but it got up, it got up into space last year and is capturing some of the most amazing images of the universe. Beaming it back and uh, it's just incredible. I, if anybody's not seen any, any photographers, do check it out. It's uh, it'll really, it's quite eye-opening. No, that is stunning. You can follow things on Twitter and on Facebook, places like that. There's lots of feeds, isn't there, where it's uh -huh. coming out with just the most stunning pictures. We thought that what Hubble was showing was good and in terms of the science and in terms of the images. Sorry, I'm also an ex-physics teacher, so I'll get even more excited about the James Webb telescope. <laughs> uh, but yes, the, the quality of what's coming out and the information is coming out is just amazing. Yes, so for the, getting indeed. the science or just for looking beautiful, both are equally equally good, I think, aren't they? Oh, uh, definitely. And and what's interesting um, that the images are actually you can actually go to the NASA site and download them free of charge. They are out in the public domain, and you can get some amazing prints for your house. Yeah, stunning. But we are running out of time, Market. So it's been lovely chatting with you, and I will speak oh, to you next week. Thanks, Sam. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. You can like and subscribe on your usual podcast platform. You can find Sam and Marcus on LinkedIn and at websiteforphotographers.co.uk forward slash podcast. See you next week.